Welcome to the College Football Bros. I'm Michael Newman. I'm Ryan Newman. And I'm Trey Newman. All right, on today's episode, we are going to take a look at nine of the biggest winners from the 2023 high school recruiting cycle. Ryan, why don't you get us started with your first winner? I'll take the easy one here. Take the easy way out. Alabama, easily the number one class this year. Not quite as good as Texas A&M's class last year, but it was was actually pretty darn close. They made a real good run at it. Um, Nine nine five stars, 18 four stars. They only had one three star, and it was a kicker, so doesn't really count. So that's just, I mean, elite talent everywhere. I mean, I could go on and on about specific details of with players or with positions, but it's like every position has elite guys. They brought in a big class. This is like 27 players or something like that. So just everywhere littered with talent. Um, I did find it interesting. They took two quarterbacks, um, not like the elite, the elite quarterbacks, actually, to be honest, there's, you know, I mean, top 100 and type type guys, but not like five star uh, quarterback so but it'll be interesting that is that's gonna be a crowded room there and uh, competition breeds success i guess down there but they're good all right uh my first winner is oklahoma because this is brent venable's first full cycle and he's on track to put together a uh roster that is as talented as lincoln riley had put together if not more from uh from uh at least a high school recruiting perspective they're at fourth in the 24 7 composite rankings that would be their first top five class since 2010 so not even lincoln riley was able to do that and this is after finishing eighth in their transition class last year which was unbelievable so off to a great start recruiting wise and they're also bringing in a good transfer class they've got 12 players a solid group there usually you've got to kind of choose like am i going heavy portal or am I going to get a lot of high school guys? They were able to do both and do both well. So, you know, from high school, they're getting their quarterback of the future, maybe the present, but Dylan Gabriel likely have something yeah. to say about that. But five-star Jackson Arnold, uh, they flipped uh, a Notre Dame and Oregon commitment, five-star safety Peyton Bowen. So just a, a loaded class top to bottom. You know what's interesting? It's a fun factoid, at least I think. What Brent, Brent Venables you know how many there's three at least three brents i can come up with as far as first name head coaches in college football you think that's the most popular head coach name brent yeah brent key Probably brent pry no there's only 120 something more maybe mike or something yeah probably mike is probably mike more. or i want to think about it i gotta think about it because th- there's three brents. i don't know that. Like, i would need to look at a list damn, brent yeah, just came to my uh, head like yeah, yeah. anyway sorry right. to interrupt I'm a, that's okay but now now about jimbo just i bet there's a lot to, of jimbos no. yeah, yeah yeah definitely a ton of jimbos yeah kalani's yeah. a lot of those yeah um, yeah i'm not no, sure I there's more than it, three mics i'm not sure ryan i will look i'll look on the wikipedia <laughs> list of head coaches we got and try stoops. and figure this out you know mark stoops yeah. ryan mike stoops is long gone <laughs> maybe mark <laughs> next ryan's gonna say mark d'antonio no no yeah um but, uh, but anyway, so everything's going well in recruiting Oklahoma. Obviously, on the field was disappointing. But so Venable's year two has to be a jump forward to kind of keep that momentum going. Yep. Well, I'll stay in the Big 12 and talking about needing momentum. Texas, I do think, is still a winner, though, here. Um, they've obviously recruited well before. But number three ranked class as we stand today, that's as good as it's been. Um they haven't brought in they had four five stars in this class. They haven't done that before. Arch Manning, of course, is is the prize. Um, but you could argue that they addressed their team needs 
the most, um, the biggest needs in this class. They lose Bijan Robinson. They add a five-star Cedric Baxter. Uh, the defense we know struggled mightily. They added the number one inside linebacker, Anthony Hill. They added a four-star corner and safety. So they had kind of addressed those needs. Um, it's a very good class. Uh, these guys are going to get their feet wet uh, for a year or two before playing in the SEC. Now it's just up to Sark. Can he coach them up? Yep. Yeah, that's always been the By key. By the way, thing Ryan, there. I just kind of browsed oh, through the Mike, list. There are Mike. a lot of mics. Oh, there are crap. a lot. Of, so he, it's it's definitely got Brent beat. I wonder. I wonder if Brent's second. Okay. I don't even think it's second. Like I, I, <laughs> I don't know. Okay, isn't it surprising that there's three Brents? There's <laughs> Jeff, John, Jim. There's there's some other ones that are up there, but I, I don't have time right now. Why is there three Brents out of? Nice try, right? That is a lot. It's a lot of Brents. It's a lot per, of Brents per capita, yeah. right? Yes. And maybe there's a Brent we're not even thinking of. I don't know. True. I doubt it, but maybe. <laughs> All right. Uh, moving on. Miami is a winner. Seventh rated class here um that's impressive for a team that finished five and seven and didn't look uh all that good throughout the year um so a good haul there for for the new head coach mario cristobal heading into a second season desperately needed it because apparently they need the talent um i i with cristobal no surprise here he hit the lineman really hard that's just what he's what he knows he has to do uh their top two rated guys are both five-star offensive tackles um so that's just a huge thing for him. And they took five offensive linemen total. And then he flipped to the defensive side. Their top two defensive recruits are kind of edge rushers, coupled that with a couple of uh, big guys in the middle. So the lines are looking good as long as they develop them. Didn't hit on a highly rated quarterback. Uh, they did get a three-star Emory Williams from Florida. Um, so not ideal there, but talent around him is good. So obviously a winner on the recruiting front. Okay. Going from one, uh, you know, Strong NIL team to another from Miami to Tennessee is my next winner. And because the biggest question mark, you know, when back when they hired Josh Heupel, I think with him was, is he going to be able to recruit in the SEC with the big boys? Um, Because he wasn't really known for that, didn't elevate the recruiting at UCF. And his first full cycle in 2022 finished 17th, which, you know, compared to expectations and what was going on at the program was was fine, but not what you want if you want to compete for sec titles well this year they're up to ninth um after their success on the field and eight of their 13 blue chip signees are on defense which is obviously the side of the ball that that needs some work so that's good and the star of the class obviously nico iamaliava the 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 quarterback who you think will right away compete with joe milton to to get that starting job as as a freshman so you think eventually when he when he gets that job he'll uh, he'll do okay in a Josh Heupel offense. Yeah, you'd think, right? All right, I'll stay in the SEC. I'll go to South Carolina. Uh, they're the 16th ranked class, uh, a shade better than even the the Spurrier classes. Uh, they added five star Harbor, one of the top athletes out there. Could be he could be kind of a tight end or a D end. He's he's you know he's an athlete. He's a freak. He's an absolute yeah, he, freak. He is a monster, um, but Shane Beamer kind of showing you know that some of the on-field success that that they've had is translating to the recruiting front, um, and you can kind of see before our eyes how the Gamecocks are moving up the ladder in the, the SEC. Obviously, they're still way behind Alabama and Georgia, even LSU, um, 
but in it, they're in the mix in terms of recruiting with with the rest, kind of like the Tennessee, Florida, Texas A and M, now Auburn, that that kind of middle group. Um, and I also like this class because the best players are on both lines and also athletes. So there's a good foundation to build around there for Beamer. Yeah, Beamer's keeps doing well. All right, uh, moving on to the team that was in the national championship, uh, TCU. They got the 19th 19th rated class coming in, which might not jump out at you as far as a national title team. But for TCU, that's pretty darn good. Taking advantage of their great run this year. Um, You know, kind of what has me encouraged here, kind of like we've touched on, kind of like with Tennessee, their their best recruits are on the defensive side of the ball. The clear strength of that 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 class, six four stars on defense for TCU. That's that's impressive there for Sonny Dykes because um, we kind of know Sonny from the past is always has a good offense, but his defense just doesn't quite pull it together. Um, and they got three, three, four stars on the defensive line alone. So putting, putting some work in and with Sonny, you're going to have a great offense. If you can just pair with even a little better defense, boom, running that future big 12 without, you know, OU and Texas, this is the best class minus those teams. So the future looks really I mean, it's obviously good now. It's going to look good in the future too. So, uh, setting themselves up well. Yeah, there's 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 a new bar for recruiting now that Oklahoma and, and Texas yeah. are going to be out. So, any uh, top five classes going to be really good. Yep, that's why another winner I have here, Texas Tech. Uh, they got a lot of buzz early in the recruiting cycle because yeah. they had so many early yeah. commitments. Were they number one at one point? I don't know. They were in, they were in the in top the, five. Yeah, really crazy. Close, yeah. Top five. And you knew that they would fall. Um, but this is still a big win. They fell to 26th, which is probably roughly where, where you thought they might end up, somewhere in the, the 20 to 30 range. And But Texas Tech hasn't had a top 40 class since 2015. So great job by Joey McGuire here. Um, this is actually their best class since 2011. And number two in the Big Twelve, if you if you ignore Oklahoma yeah. and Texas, yep, that's great. All right, I'm going to go out west to Utah. This is Utah's best high school class they've ever had. Uh, 21st as they stand today, well positioned in the Pac-12. Obviously, just you know they've won the last two, but with USC and UCLA leaving, um, the recruiting is going to keep them you know at the top or near the top of the Pac-12. Their top two commits are offensive linemen, which you know kind of makes sense under Whittingham and, and their offensive style. They got eight four stars. That's a pretty impressive haul. Um, a couple corners to to lock down after they lose Clark Phillips. Uh, they also recruited nationally. They got guys from California, Texas, Florida. Florida they had success previously getting uh, Moss and Huntley. Uh, they locked down three of the top five Utah players. Uh, they even threw in a couple from Mississippi and Kansas, so they went, you know, across the country um, to to get this class, and it's a very good class for Whittingham. Okay, well, that'll do it for our nine winners of the 2023 recruiting cycle. There's plenty more, so let us know in the comments below any teams that we missed. Be sure to like and subscribe if you're watching on YouTube, and check out our recruiting losers episode, which will be out shortly after this one. So, thank you for watching. And we'll see you next time.